Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. social media, and of course, you can share us with a friend. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Summer Siestas. Tonight, we'll read from The Red House Mystery by A.A. Milne, published in 1922. This episode is dedicated to Carrie, who first recommended the author Milne to us. It was Milne's only mystery novel, and yet it was immensely popular. It falls into the locked room whodunit category. The setting is an English country house, where Mark Ablett has been entertaining a house party. The black sheep of his family arrives from Australia, and a mystery ensues. There's a preface to this book by the author that reads, My dear father, like all really nice people, you have a weakness for detective stories and feel that there are not enough of them. So, after all that you have done for me, the least that I can do for you is to write you one. Here it is, with more gratitude and affection than I can well put down here. get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take 
take a few deep breaths. Chapter 1 Mrs. Stevens In the drowsy heat of the summer afternoon, the red house was taking its siesta. There was a lazy murmur of bees in the flower borders, a gentle cooing of pigeons in the tops of the elms. From distant lawns came the whir of a mowing machine, that most restful of all country sounds, making ease the sweeter in that it is taken while others are working. It was the hour when even those whose business it is to attend to the wants of others have a moment or two for themselves. In the housekeeper's room, Audrey Stevens, the pretty parlor maid, re-trimmed her best hat and talked idly to her aunt, the cook housekeeper of Mr. Mark Ablett's bachelor home. For Joe, said Mrs. Stevens placidly, her eye on the hat. Audrey nodded. She took a pin from her mouth, found a place in the hat for it, and said, He likes a bit of pink. I don't say I mind a bit of pink myself, said her aunt. Joe Turner isn't the only one. It isn't everybody's color said Audrey, holding the hat out at arm's length and regarding it thoughtfully. Stylish, isn't it? Oh, it'll suit you all right, and it would have suited me at your age. Bit too dressy for me now, though wearing better than some other people, I dare say. I was never the one to pretend to be what I wasn't. If I'm 55, I'm 55, and that's what I say. 58, isn't it, Auntie? I was just giving that as an example, said Mrs. Stevens with great dignity. Audrey threaded a needle, held her hand out, and looked at her nails critically for a moment and then began to sew. Funny thing about that, Mr. Mark's brother. Fancy not seeing your brother for 15 years. She gave a self-conscious laugh and went on. Wonder what I should do if I didn't see Joe for 15 years.